First of all, thank you, thank you, and thank you again for coming back and supporting Random Series Sister Podcast. This is a phenomenal episode, guys. Like, phenomenal. Me and Bill talk about a wide range of topics from uh, cryptocurrency and blockchain technology to self-driving cars and even the influence Silicon Valley has on education. So, please, as always, share, subscribe, like, all that good stuff, and always hashtag Yo, 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 we, we back. back. Episode, we episode. back, baby. Deuce, deuce. Random seriousness. Episode, episode two. two. Your boy, Brother Blue. I'm Bill. And we make up random seriousness where each week we discuss topics that are oftentimes random. But always serious and thought-provoking, baby. We back. <laughs> we back, dog. <laughs> interesting, interesting week this week. A lot, a lot of news going on, everything going on. But first, we're going to start with a quote. You already know how that go. A quote on me this week, so I got to... I got one I know you're going to like that I've been thinking about uh, that just uh, I think ties into what we're going to talk about today a little bit. So this is by Maya Angelou, and she said, you may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. So I know you big on energy and, and stuff like that, so I want to throw that in there see see what you thought about that and how, how, you, how you use that to apply to your daily life. Um, yeah, man, especially with me being big on, like you said, energy and, and just the way philosophy um, in general, you know, with controlling things, man, that's the, especially that first half, you know, you can't control big things Stoics, you know, talk about, and I'm not a professional Stoic study philosopher, so don't be coming at me when I say this, but it's just more so you choosing to accept everything that comes to you as though you chose that event. So it right. might be something that's, you know what I'm saying? You didn't, you had no control over, but you like, Hey, I choose this event. You know, I choose this as I chose it. So I don't know if that makes sense when I say it, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I choose this event, you know, so I accept what's happening to it. And that leads into the second part of that quote for me personally, from my interpretation is once you accept that, it allows you to not be reduced by, you know, those events, you know, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. So once you have, I, I kind of look at it, you know, as the piece that passes all understanding when you choose to accept that, you know, mm -hmm. and then you're not reduced by it. But, but what kind of, I'm, I'm curious to, to know what, what made you, how did you come across it or what made you, you know, stick out to it this is my first time hearing this from my angelo and same same <laughs> so i've been like i used to get frustrated and let things, a lot of things get to me like traffic um you know stuff at work emails at work you know feeling like customers trying to come at you in the email and hey, he wouldn't lie about traffic his <laughs> roll rate is unreal but okay my bad <laughs> so i was like man like i really have no control over what anybody else says outside of myself what happens around me outside of the things that i call so i i have to learn how to let that go and not let it affect my psyche because if I allow that to get me upset or off my, out of my mood or out of my, you know, positive energy, then that just messes up the rest of the day. Yep. So I've been try really trying to focus on just, like you said, accepting things as they come, being more empathetic uh, towards people, um, trying to understand their perspectives more, and then just keep my inner peace. So, you know. That's a big word you said right there, understanding, man. Yeah. Lauren Hill had a, I, I know we don't do double quotes, but uh, Lauren Hill, <laughs> she had this little clip, man, talking about it. And she said, I don't pray to be under, to be understood anymore. I pray for understanding. And when you, have understanding like you just said mm -hmm. you're able to be like okay maybe i wouldn't have did that but this is why that person yeah. did you know yeah because a lot of times we put ourselves in people's shoes like like i was thinking about this because we was ragging on kd <laughs> and i was looking at <laughs> we was bragging on him man and i was looking at um who was it Jalen rose and he just brought it he just broke it down so crazy he was like the the most powerful knowledge you can have is, is the knowledge itself Facts. everybody judge kd and okc uh, or whatever and like he's been telling us that he's not a leader for so long or whatever and many people were thinking okay why does he go from 
that team to a 73-win team with three All-Stars. And Jalen was like, I mean, he knows himself. He's not a leader. What what better situation to put yourself where your personality can thrive? So yeah. I can't be mad at him for that, for admitting it. Yeah. And everybody, and I was like, dang. Because like, you know I was against, that's my boy, but I was against him. You know he said I that. I still, I still am, am too. I Me too. <laughs> Me too, bro. <laughs> but the way Jalen broke it down, I was like, all right, I just got I just got to let it go. KD ain't me, so I can't I can't, I can't, can't judge him on based on what I would do. Facts. And, and speaking of, of Jalen Rose and just talking in, in entertainment, man, going that route of it, man, Cap got, you know, Cap got a G, GQ cover. Um, Gentlemen's quarterly, yeah, and got Cities the uh, year. get you know got 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 some backlash on that cities another year, man. What uh, how I don't it's I don't man, it's just I, I it go back to that understanding we just talked. Excuse me, we just talking about man right. because like you said, we were talking. Many thought it should be you know who who'd you say it should JJ, be. JJ. I got a lot. I saw a lot of memes and stuff on Facebook like conservatives talking about oh JJ why raise all these millions of dollars yeah for yeah, 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 yeah and it was one meme of like this dude I went to high school where he posted um. How should someone who took other people's money or whatever just raise for a hurricane be citizen of the year when Kaepernick pretty much put his whole career on the line? Yeah. Took out his own money to yeah. give to issues. Yeah. <laughs> it's not knocking JJ Watts at all no, and definitely his not. efforts at all. Both of them that. are great citizens. Both of them great Both citizens. Of them are. But I mean, even at that point, we we talking about two football players here that make millions of dollars where someone that it's a mom out here that's out here working two mm -hmm, jobs, mm -hmm, or whatever, mentoring mm -hmm. people in the community yep. and stuff like that. The reality, yeah, that's the really real, the that's really the city. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? About. That's 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 so true, bro. And it it, it kind of piggybacks on just the responsibility, you know, that professional athletes may have in their community. Do you think they have that? Do you do you think they should be judged on how they react to social issues? Because it's kind of been I, three eras. This is this is one thing. And David Banner, shout out David Banner. He talked about this, man. Um, a while back athletes for, well let me start off with one athletes have a platform and when you have a platform especially with it being a media control environment and right. an external environment we're in right now society wise I feel like you you have some like you have to use you know that platform yeah. in some way but so the point where David Banner expected. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For, the point David Banner was bringing in and this kind of brings it full circle especially and I'm speaking from you know our community because we can speak personally for our community a lot of times we look to athletes to fight social issues, to fight yeah. just, you know, to, to fight all our battles when there are people who do this, like professionally, like lawyers. And we'll go to the other side of that. So we use athletes and the other side, they're going to get the doctors, the lawyers, yeah. the, the people who really study this. So though I agree that athletes have some, you know, form or platform to use to be able to, you know, help with change. I feel like we got to take some of that pressure, especially our community. We got to take some of that pressure off of them and yeah. put it, on to the people who actually do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. Like, it's people who do this. Yeah, I see you know? Point. But then I could argue that, like, politics, like, mm -hmm. local level stuff, I feel like all of that is corrupt anyway just because of it's all money driven. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like, I like agree. we saw a little bit of that in power. Um, you watch power. Yeah, you watch yeah, power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw a little bit of that power how the congressman was working with, you know, St. Patrick or whatever, Facts. and, like, it was all about the money grab at the end of the day. But I definitely think that we as a community have to start to. Not look to athlete, athletes and entertainers for so much and put so much um, pressure on them. Uh, but if we could just come together and put that pressure on ourselves as a collective, we can have the same impact. I agree. So we, we probably won't ever have the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the audience of millions of people every week or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But everything starts off in the community anyway. So, yeah. I mean, we got the audience of the, the hundreds and thousands that live in our small community. We organize and people start to pay attention. Mm -hmm. So, but I definitely think athletes should definitely add something to it like i grew up watching muhammad ali and seeing him stand for stuff kareem abdul-jabbar jim brown stuff like that mm -hmm. and then you see the complete opposite when 
in the early 90s with Jordan and all them really didn't say say much. Mm-hmm. And now you got LeBron, D-Wade, and all them starting to speak out more, Cap starting to speak out more, more mm-hmm. quote-unquote woke-type athletes that are like, man, like this stuff ain't right, so we should speak out about it. And I think that they mm-hmm. should to a certain extent. Um, and I, I, I applaud Kaepernick for, you know, putting his career on the line for social for social justice. I call Cap the the, uh, <laughs> the agitator, man. If you don't, yeah. you know, you if you got the – a lot of times we don't. We, it's, it's so simple. What I'm about to say, but like with the washing machine. Oh yeah. And you know that middle piece in the middle. If it wasn't there, your clothes wouldn't get clean. Right. And that's considered. That's called the agitator. I should say. So, granted, Cap has been Cap's yeah. one moment agitated a lot of stuff, man. A lot, a lot. And even man, now that I think about it, and we had talked about this, and it's a little touchy, and it could be me nitpicking or whatnot. But is it me, or has since Obama left office, like we don't see? A lot. I'm not saying it's not happening, but from a public media standpoint, mm-hmm. we haven't seen a lot of white cop black killings. Or is it just me? Am I tripping? I think, I think that we saw so many that our our this gen like this era and generation that we're in is a micro like it's a microwave. Everything is like we got short attention spans. Mm-hmm. Albums come out one week, they hot. We go on to the next, and we like, mm-hmm. all right, what you got for me now? Like, mm-hmm. like everything is old quickly. Mm-hmm. So from what when was Trayvon Martin? 2011, 2012, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact year. It was. I think it was. I think it was my sophomore. But that's, that's sophomore here, junior year. That's here, there. But um, ever since then, we started to see a real uptick in that. Up until last year, Philando Castile, um, the other dude from uh, Oklahoma that we saw, and I think that. We saw so many of it, and it was happening so regularly. Like every two weeks, it was a new hashtag or something like that. Yeah, and, under Obama's presidency. Yep. And I think our we just got to. It, it's how some people have the attitude. Of, I don't want to see another slave movie. Like I ain't supporting that no more. I don't want to see another slave movie. Now nobody wants to see somebody else, another black dude, getting killed by a white cop because we've been desensitized to it. So even if you check, if, if I click on the headline now, I'm like, damn, another one. Like I already know what's gonna happen. So I don't even know. I'm not paying it no attention. So I think the media just. Just, just brush that under the rug. They, they uh, flooded us with so many. Like, all right, they eventually gonna get tired of it. They ain't gonna march no more. They ain't gonna ride no more because they eventually gonna be like, realize that we ain't gonna do nothing to these cops. So <laughs> you don't hear about it anymore. Yeah, but guys like Sean King that work for, um, I think the New York Post. He does. I follow him on Twitter. He does a great job of continuing to spread awareness to that type of stuff. Cause it's continuing to go on. But I think that um, it's just the nature of our time. We just have been desensitized to it. Yeah, and 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 see to that. Like I was, I may have been digging into it some more, but it's just ironic that you know, an Obama's rule. It was so much that we that the media gave us for those last four years. I, I should say. I think that was them saying like, "Oh, you got a black president. I wonder what he's gonna do." <laughs> yeah. And that just that yeah. just, just like when people like Omar say like, "President Obama really didn't do much for the black community directly." You start to kind of see it because now you got a dude that's completely different that's making he he holding down. For oh, his we gonna get some heat for that. We gonna get some heat for that, boy. It's we the truth, though. No, no, no. It's, you already know because we talk about this all the time. So it's it's not even something that's crazy. It's like yeah. you know, I love. I'm, this is not a knock to him. Like it's not a knock at all. I, but if two plus two is four, yeah, I don't care what you doing and over here. Yeah. You know, it's not a knock at all. It's, like, not, it's, even a, it's not even personal on yeah. Obama because I mean mm-hmm. he has power up until a certain extent. Congress is the one who who does it. And though they quote unquote mm-hmm. wasn't gonna let it, nothing mm-hmm. to directly affect mm-hmm. um, you know the African American community. So it was really he was he was a great inspiration and something I thought I'd never see. Yeah, that's and my, great. My grandparents man, thought they would see. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that that happened and glad kids are inspired to to one day to achieve that. And now you see the complete opposite where God is all for his people, like all for the rich. Off of uh, the alt right, quote unquote, and is not letting nothing bad happen. Yeah, <laughs> or be yeah. upset about them. We know. And, and, and speaking of of you know protests and and things are going into that nature, man, Congresswoman Karen Bass, oh my gosh, she one of those on she, that session. She dismantled. <laughs> the, 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 yo, the, the, I saw an article and it, and, it, and it said it, and I was like, okay, like this is that is a perfect word, and it was like a two. I saw it, and it was like a two minute clip. Yeah. Um, of it. 
and she was just like she really the the report basically that came out said and it was a recent FBI report titled black identity extremists likely motivated to target law enforcement officers. Now you right. see how the media are doing they, I'm not right. gonna say the media, we see how policy is doing right yeah. now we're saying this. And she asked him and uh, who who in his department, you know, had the power to order that report, put it together. And he said, I'm not sure how that report got ordered. I don't believe I explicitly approved it or directed it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like. He just didn't know it was titled that. He probably called it something else <laughs> and didn't know. But the, I mean, and she just kept like she was just so. And he said that, and she was just saying like, "So you haven't necessarily read a report? Are you you know you're familiar with the term black identity extremist?" He was like, "Well, I think so, yes." And it's like, "That's a great like you're the attorney general like what?" But but this is the this is the um we also have this in the show notes if you want to see it, man, see the video of it. But this is this is the if you if you very surface level you you you're gonna see this and you're gonna be like, "Oh yep, them yeah black people are trying to I don't care what side you're yeah, like, yeah black people trying to cops. trying to target uh police officers." You know what I'm saying? To the, to the general public that is not college educated that don't they see one headline <laughs> and it's not it's, it's the people who sit in front of the tv all day and just look at the news and, yep. and and let the news the quote-unquote news be able to tell them something it's like so like she said like are you aware of you know any white organizations that do this as well given that white supremacy you know it's well documented and in a well-researched movement i'm quoting you know what she said such as the neo-nazi cleo cans and stuff like that and he basically said i didn't follow that question and it's like <laughs> you know I, i'm not even gonna go back into it but it's just crazy that there is a FBI report. It's a game. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a game. And, it's a game. and that's what I'm trying to get people to see when, I, when I'm talking about it because I know, you know, we talk about it all the time, but it's just like, you can't be sucked in. I don't care what side you're on of it. You can't be sucked in to the, the title reading and what you see maybe on CNN. Like, I mean, I read CNN, but I read CNN on the internet and it is a thousand more articles yeah. <laughs> than it is yeah. in an hour segment of what they want you to see, you know? Yeah. So that was, uh, that takes me to another, another quote from, uh, I think it was Jerry Seinfeld. He said, it amazes me how all the, all the news in the world uh, fits into one hour of television or something like that, or one page of the newspaper. Talk about <laughs> All it. All the news in the world just so happens to fit on one page or one hour of television. Talk about it, bro. And it's crazy. Like it's just like, what? But on to the next. Speaking of news, <laughs> self-driving cars. We here. Speaking of self-driving cars, let's talk about it. I don't know if you saw this, but no, because you don't have Twitter. But you know, Lil Duval be driving his joint and smoking. His <laughs> so I, th I think it was CNET. I think it was either CNET or Mashable. One of them posted a gif of him smoking in his car and wrote a whole article about how this is the dumbest thing that you should do you should never like do this in a like because teslas aren't fully autonomous so yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah you, you have to take the wheel any, at, any it, maybe time. i think he, but he only does it if i see it on snap or he only does it on the highway yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like it was like this is probably the dumbest thing you could possibly do never do this like uh the teslas aren't fully autonomous anything can happen mm -hmm. like, you're just asking for yourself to die like this was mm -hmm. like a, a the most popular tech magazine yeah. publication ever mm -hmm. and they didn't got a gift of little duval smoking a little, smoking a little joint in his and car and riding he retweeted he was like first of all it was a cigar <laughs> straight up straight up exactly it was a cigar forget what y'all talking about but i do i do see him on snap man and it's so it it really is a reality that's why i said man we're here because it's i know you grew up watching the jetsons yeah you can tell me when i was little that by the, by 2017 or that 2000 you're right you're right you're right the 2017 we would have flying cars i'm like yo we good like we're gonna be doing this but we, we're here and you know to the little girl's point you know he's able to it, it's so cool to me to see him, I don't care who thinks anything about it. It's so dope to see yeah. that he can just sit back <laughs> in the car as Doc Ford. I'm like, wow, like that is crazy. And, and Tesla, they unveiled uh, uh, energy. I didn't, I didn't keep too much on it, but they, they, um, I didn't see the event. I should say, but they unveiled a uh, 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 electric truck, and I think it was like the fastest sport car, um, like a 14, like 18 wheeler. And that's like the Jetson for me. I can't even really imagine it right now. I can't imagine that at all. But they on highway for them. 
Had that driving next to my Impala. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is so true. But it's just like, so from seeing, from knowing a few people who ordered the Model 3, um, the Tesla, and then from seeing celebrities who talk about it, mm-hmm. it raises the question with Tesla as to, they're behind, they keep pushing back Model 3 orders. Right. So with them being a front runner and they're behind on production, like, how do you feel? Because I'm, I'm going to talk about, we may have different, but how do you feel in terms of a competitive aspect about that for other people? And just Tesla in general with them knowing they're behind on one thing, but trying to push something else. What, what's your thoughts on that? I think Musk is a hell of a salesperson. Mm-hmm. Great, great inspirer. And that's why I think the, I think he's doing all that for two reasons. One, to distract, of course, from the, the back production, which I don't even know how that's happening. I don't and that either, just tells bro. me that Tesla as a company to be able to scale as large as he wants it to go, they're nowhere near where they need to be. Nope. If they can't even get, a, you know, their cheapest car mass produced and it's having backups. We've been talking about it for two years almost. But I think he's doing production hell. I want to quote that is quote they have described themselves as they're in production hell because they don't have enough facilities mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's doing a great job of distraction from that. But he's also doing a great job at selling the public and investors and shareholders mm-hmm. in the future of the company mm-hmm. because you know Wall Street always want to know what you're doing next or what mm-hmm. your plans are. So I think he's doing a great job in that. And I think people are starting to um, get comfortable with the the concept of self driving cars um, and that technology where they feel like it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Even though you know I'm not all the way comfortable with it, I probably I can't say I probably won't have it, but right now I know I wouldn't have a fully self-driving car or anything like that just because I don't trust technology to that that, that extent right now. Like robots and all that. Like yeah, AI I ain't with that. I'm, I'm, that. I ain't on the AI wave yet. I ain't because I'd be thinking about I robot and exactly and exactly. X machine. I saw another. It was a video on Worldstar that was showing like a drone. It, and it wasn't a movie, but all movies come from some some type of idea. But it was a drone that could use face rec- face recognition software in it, had sensors, cameras in it, and you could like tell it build a profile of who you want to kill and the drone like you just throw the drone up it'll scan their face and then just fly into it directly in their head and kill them and what like, it was this movie where it was like he was like we got this like you can have this for the personal it's like no and i think the the metaphor he uses um they say um guns don't kill people human kill people mm-hmm. and he said well humans aren't always accurate they let emotions get involved they aim high they miss duh, duh, duh. with this 100 percent fail proof it's gonna scan your face fly directly to your head kill you so it was like some huge. Like, That's crazy, yeah. bro. That's crazy. <laughs> some huge crazy, like military dude. joint where they was like dumping them out of the back of this big ass plane, and it was like thousands of them just swarming like bees mm-hmm. and going into like some enemy territory. Say it be a terrorist territory, mm-hmm. or you want a war, mm-hmm. and you want to take out everybody. You just send them down, and boom, 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 boom. They done one shot. Yeah. From a drone. That yeah. Face yeah. You don't have to. You don't even have to. You don't even have to move nothing. Man. It kind of just goes like, into man, the you know the history as aspect long of it. Using the cars to improve, like. If it takes down on, you know, deaths and stuff like that, which I think it, that's definitely the concept, be able to take down on accidents and things like that in the human error part, I think it's great, but we just got to be responsible how we use it. Yeah, like you said, it's just like a gun, man. It's a, it's a tool, but how you use it is a big... And a lot of... I think that a lot of people miss out in what you were saying with Tesla, you know, make being Elon being a good salesperson and, and, and being able to, to move the public's views. A lot of people are missing out on Waymo, which is Google's, oh, yeah. Google's company. And they've been testing cars without humans, you know, behind the wheel um, for a minute out in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, um, video on tech crunch. yeah exactly. And they're, and now they're moving to testing Michigan because the ones in Arizona have, you know, Arizona weather the same, ain't really nothing going on besides yeah. the heat. But they're moving to Michigan to help, you know, diversify the environment. And a big number that I uh, saw, you know, out there, they had registered with the Cali um, DMV that the car disengage and disengage is basically um deactivated the autonomous mode because of a system failure or safety risk yeah. one in every five thousand miles in 2016 compared to one in every 1250 in 2015 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, I mean, Tesla, hey, cool, you know, and everybody, Elon Musk is kind of like Iron Man, the rock star guy. So yeah, everyone exactly. kind of, but Google is right here. Their, their parent company, Waymo, is is moving very, very, I mean, they're moving pretty fast when it comes to, you know, the the self-driving car aspect, the autonomous aspect. Yeah. A lot more than I feel, well, we're going to say a lot more than I feel with Tesla because Tesla is more so making a car, producing, giving it to the humans and then saying, hey, you can either drive our autonomous, like Google is trying to make an autonomous car. <laughs> Not saying that humans can't be behind it, but you, as you were, we were speaking earlier with Volvo, you know, they had spoke about it too. So like you said, man, if it's, if it's, you know, if it's being used, depending on how it's being used, man, as long as it's being used uh, for the good, man, it's, 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 it's definitely something. I want to see, in order to make, like they got to show some testing and like, I want to see how I react and rush out, how I react. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's what we're, and, and that's the thing, man, because, I mean, I feel like we're a long way from it, but it's just the biggest thing that, like Waymo was saying, was with those types of environments, especially like rain, snow, yeah. or rain and snow would be, the, or, or maybe even night, just with like a fly, those cars, like Google's cars, I, I'm only speaking of because I, I know and read into that, though they have sensors, so rain and snow can, you know, actually alter those sensors, exactly. and, it, and, it, and then you driving, you chilling, and it's like, why this damn? Why did? Oh, oh, hold on! I gotta do this. Yeah, like, oh snap! Why don't like they testing like subways or like the light. Like I feel like that would be the easiest integration for something that's fully autonomous. Okay. Something that just goes straight, stops, straight, stops, goes through a tunnel. Like it has predetermined stops. It's no route like weather. Okay, that's cool, but it's not gonna stop the stop. Why not test that in like a New York, like New York subways, or even even here with our link system with the light rail, um, Baltimore with the light rail, and have an auton like test that in an autonomous rail car or something like that. I feel like that would be a lot. I'm easier than a car because it's so much that goes into driving that a, a computer can't know. Like it's so yeah. like you can look yeah. and see how somebody driving and react to it. Whereas a computer, like they don't know what another car is doing, or maybe I don't know. They don't have they don't have that that instinct. I think that humans do that can make split judgments when it comes to driving. So I think like on a small scale, maybe something like you know a cab or um, a bus, like some sort sort of public transportation or something that is localized but not on the highways to a certain extent. That's fully self driving. That doesn't need a person. I'm saying. I think that could be good, but so that's going to lead into the next thing right there. What you said is America's infrastructure is fucking terrible. It is. It is the American Society of Civil Engineers. I think this was back in March, April. They gave. They reiterated <laughs> it's nearly failing grade for the country's infrastructure at a D plus. That is terrible. <laughs> so you can see it, like when you. Yeah, no, no, no. You can see, and that's why. That's why. Because I always, I mean, when I first went to uh, London, matter of fact, in last year, and um, we were on the train everywhere, and we, literally the train was taking us everywhere. I need, like, I didn't need a car at all. We were going everywhere we needed to go mm-hmm. in the train. No, we were no that like everywhere I, we were going, we could go on the train. And I can't speak for London's infrastructure because I don't know, but obviously it's some good if you can be able to do that. But with like America, cause I always say like, when I came back, I was like, man, why did you just want to start digging underground? Dig, but man, with America's infrastructure, it is great. Like it's, it's so bad that. In a report, they were saying one out of every five miles of highway pavement is in poor condition. Um, traffic fatalities have increased by 7% from 2014 to 2015. Uh, two out of every five miles of America's urban interstate are congested in traffic delays. Cost the country $160 billion in wasted time and food. I mean, fuel. And so it's just like. We're not ready. We're we not. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because I remember even Musk was talking about. He said, man, he got a, he got a grant or something to or, or, or okay to just dig, you know, for for his tunnel. And I, I agree with having tunnel. But it's like, dude, our infrastructure is terrible like can it I, I, I ask you i mean you may know can it even be fixed like is it, it is mars the answer <laughs> i think i think it can be fixed but think about it putting more cars on the road isn't gonna even if they're self-driving or not is it gonna slow down traffic or nope. anything like that which is the, the real issue like i was looking at yesterday i'm driving home and i see the bus 
like here on um on Tryon, like it's always traffic around rush hour. And this is like not even highway. This is like the road that leads you to the highway. And I see the bus and the bus said hashtag um CLT is prime trying to like get Amazon to Charlotte come. Prime. I'm like, what what where do you think fifty thousand people gonna go? That's what I was trying to figure <laughs> out too, bro. Like, like where they going? Cause you already know me and you know seventy seven. Exactly. Like, oh seven, my god. You can't even widen they built it to the fact where you can't even widen it. Out. I don't see how they're gonna widen seventy seven at all. Like I don't I don't even see that goes to the infrastructure part right there. Yeah. They built it to a point where and granted we're not engineers, so don't be coming at us saying, yeah. Oh, they can do this. Like we just going on the eye test. It doesn't look like there is no way they can widen and then 77. I think like I think about okay, what about driving car? I mean flying cars. Well, yeah, then everybody got to learn how to fly. Then you got to deal with that's a whole different type of regulation. You got the FAA that's just for planes. Then you're going to have something that's for driving cars. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see that happening maybe for another 30, 40 years maybe. But I don't know. It's, it's got to be some time, something that's built to take people, the amount of people off the road for this to work. I yeah. Yeah. It, it, it has to be, man. It, it definitely has to be. But innovation-wise, cryptocurrencies, what you think about? See, oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. What do you think about it? And then we'll go. You, you know see, how we'll go. Cryptocurrency. Like I was talking to a couple of my coworkers about this too yesterday, because his his roommate was big on it too, and he was mm -hmm. rapping about it. Mm -hmm. And the concept, I love it. You know, something that's self regulated or whatever. Um, it's you know all through science, you don't have to worry about third party banks mm -hmm. taking extra fees and everything like that. But I just think our the system of the world and currency has been built up so much that I don't see it going to something else outside of a dollar or. Um, you know, a bank or something like that. I just feel like the banks of the world are so powerful that unless they fully take cryptocurrency on and then find a way to regulate it, which takes away from its purpose to begin with, mm -hmm. that I don't see it being adopted on a mass scale. I think that it, I think that is great for um, you know business and if we're just trying to give each other money, but for it to really catch on the way it needs to be, it has to be adopted on a mass scale. So I think that like the market cap is like what forty-seven billion right now. I don't, I don't even. So. I don't know the exact. Hit, I think they hit seven seventy-eight thousand in. You talking about cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Bitcoin specifically? Bitcoin. Okay, 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 okay. But I think the the concept of blockchain technology is definitely, you know, that's inevitable. That's what I was. Just but I don't think to. Bitcoin is like I won't go to the store and be like, "Yo, there's only six Bitcoins." Like, all right, I'm gonna get it. Like, I don't think that'll happen on the, the mass scale. Like, yeah, I think it, it'll happen some places. Mm -hmm. You know, a couple cities like mm -hmm. that are you know Silicon City, Valley like that already. Yeah, stuff like that. But as far as on a daily, like an average person that just like my mom, no, no, ain't gonna happen. No. It's, it's it's funny you say that, man, because and, and like I say, I agree with you about it, but I have a I have a little differing look into it because, like you said, it takes that third party out, which would be the banks and kind of you know yeah. it, it gets them out the way that central people out the way. Now we know the Fed and the banks don't want that to happen, exactly. but the flip side to that. So okay, let me let me let me shake this up real quick. So let's let's break some stuff down real quick before we even talk about these coins. So what is a what is a, a cryptocurrency exactly? And a cryptocurrency is basically a medium of exchange, you know, used for for peer-to-peer for -peer networking. It's a, a general, you know, term. And everything I'm about to tell you, this is stuff that I researched myself. So it's I'm not an expert about it. I'm just all for the the simple, keeping the elementary aspect. You know how I do. If I can't explain it to a child, I don't know it enough. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, back to it. It's, you know, it's a general name referring to all encrypted, decentralized, you know, digital currency. And it uses cryptography to secure you know, the exchange of digital information and control the creation of new units, which we call blocks. Now, what is cryptography? I don't really, it, I know, okay, cryptography in itself involves creating written or generated, you know, codes that allow information to be kept secret. Like a, crypt, like a cryptic message <laughs> that yeah, you yeah, can yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Only you and the person that's getting it know what it is. Exactly, exactly. And that cryptography converts data, you know, like you said, to a form that's unreadable, you know, for people. So, and even in that, neither the creator or the receiver of that information may claim that they did not create or receive, you know, it. So it allows senders and receivers to be able to authenticate each other through the use of, I would say, key pairs. It would be a word to say it. And 
cryptocurrencies, they use various time stamping schemes, you know, to avoid the need for a trusted third party to verify the transactions right. added to the blockchain ledger, you know. And of course, the most popular right now that we know of cryptocurrency Bitcoin. is Bitcoin, which you were talking about. And it uses a proof of work scheme, also known as mining. And I'll let you kind of go into to, to, to Bitcoin just in general, just mine. You know, we can go back and forth with it, but just give them kind of explaining miners, mining blocks, blockchain, yeah. stuff like that. So, you know, you can kind of go. So Bitcoin for just the novice, like no, no type. Of I want to say we are, this is stuff we've done research. Like I said, this is not, we're not yeah. no experts. We're giving you this. Don't ask so, me so, code, no cryptology. Exactly. That. We know that. No, we're giving you understanding just so you can have understanding. Brother, just really know it. That's it. Yeah, that's, yeah, it. that's so it. Bitcoin for the simplest is just literally a form of digital um, currency. Oh, hold on. We have no investments in Bitcoin, so this is not a, a push to... But if you want to invest, please, send a brother. Send, yeah, send, send us some cash out, yeah. please. Cash out. <laughs> My man, bro, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to say that because I know how people be doing investing. Like, we're not telling you to invest Bitcoin. Don't sponsor us. None of that. Please cool. give me, you know, this 7600 right now. So if you would like to <laughs> contribute to the Danny by Bitcoin fund, ask me for the cash out and I'll gladly send that. <laughs> Yo, go and bring it down, So, ball, so Bitcoin is simple. Uh, it's, it's a form of digital currency. It's not a physical coin. We, no one knows who made it, um, you know, what it looks like or anything like that. It's as simple as saying it's a dollar without having a dollar or whatever. Uh, so it's just all digital blocks, um, which are part of a blockchain, are pretty much Break, hold on, hold on, hold on. Break, I was about to say, break it down for him. Like, talk about you know what oh, are yeah. blocks. Right, what no, are the, we, we keep it hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break it down. Don't just don't <laughs> jump. Don't jump. Let's just break it down real quick because we want to keep we keeping it simple in elementary. So yeah. break it down. And to your point. Uh, they do credit Satoshi Nakamoto. No one knows who that is, but that name is the credited of, you know, who started yeah, Bitcoin. You don't got a Google page. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, come on, break it down, break it down. So the whole concept of Bitcoin is, like, like Jamie said, um, instead of a central authority controlling the supply of quote-unquote coins, they're all spread out across the network. So miners collect these transactions. So if I want to send one Bitcoin to my boy Bill, a miner would collect that transaction and start building blocks. Um, blocks are pretty much individual pages in a record book the simplest way to put it so blockchain um it's like a link in the chain one link is an individual page that shows danny sent bill mm -hmm. three bitcoins mm -hmm. and then the next chain is tommy sent mm -hmm. um john 17 mm -hmm. bitcoins for xyz but the yep. only people that know that they're receiving and the only people that know that they're getting the bitcoins the person that sends it and the person that receives it so mm -hmm. how when you swipe your card and it's that little pause where they got to author authorize it and everything like that mm -hmm. think of that as what miners do but instead of them having to call a bank and say does this person have these funds da, 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 all they're doing is just being, making a record of it building a block putting in the blockchain and so, it's continuous like you said it's yeah. continuous it's not no this something like i said earlier you can't take this back or you can't say no like this is a continuous thing like that's the blockchain yeah so once the transaction is done even if it's some, like say someone loses um the way that um, these transaction works and they're authenticated is each person has a, a key or some type of password where they know that, okay, this is happening between mm -hmm. me and him. But mm -hmm. if someone were to hack into that or maybe you give your key on a shared computer and they start to send money out of it, like the blockchain or miners don't recognize that as being unauthorized because this key is specific to you, so they think it's you. Yep. So even if something happens and it's not you, you can't get that. You can't get it back. So yeah, and to that, and to that, I want to kind of jump into that, to that a little bit because I don't want you to think that that's – and when I say you, I'm not talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want you to think because the ability of the miners to use cryptographic hash. When I was talking about cryptography, cryptography is so complex and it's so and it's all encoding and stuff that not and nothing's perfect. But 99.9% .9 of the time, you can trust that when a miner is able to get a block, 
it's authenticated and it's yeah. it's, it's 100% you Legit. know you yeah. now I'm sure we, we haven't ran into it now because it's so new but it may be a problem like he was saying where somebody gets your key and you know they send out money and they may be a way to authenticate but as of now from my understanding of it when those blocks are being added into you know the blockchain I should say there is no going back but to that point I want you to be like, oh no going back you have to understand that the mining and the cryptographic hash, the cryptography, I should say, that goes into it is so work. powerful and it's so legit and it's a lot of work that you really can just trust that, you know, trust that that the aspect of it. And that leads into, you know, well, why would somebody want to be a miner or, or what what makes them want to be a miner? And um, a miner basically they have to compute, like I said, they have to compute a whole bunch of, of cryptographic hashes until they get quote unquote lucky and find one that works, which is called the Bitcoin lottery. Now, looking into the Bitcoin lottery is it's it's weird. I'm not even gonna say it's weird because so when a person came out who created, they said it was only gonna be 21 million bitcoins. <laughs> you know, so the lottery kind of, not kind of, but it adjusts to the the scene. I should say, quote unquote, the scene in saying that if they see that too much bitcoin is out, then the lottery will get a little harder to get. You know, yeah, to, yeah. To, you know, it fluctuates and, and for and people can look at please anything we saying. Please just look up for self, and we don't have no pride in this. So even mm -hmm. if you like, yo, y'all missed out saying this. Cool, tell us, send us an email. Tell us like, right, right, whatever. We with it. Like we not no prideful people in saying this. This is just our understanding of it. But miners who are able to create self successful blocks, you know, they rewarded some bitcoin according to that preset schedule. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you know, so with bitcoin, you know, you need a person to adjust the ledger, and the ledger, which we say is the blockchain, you know. Um, by adding a block to it or whatnot. And it turns out, you know, anybody can feel this role because we hear about miners all the time. Right. Uh, Politico was actually, a guy found out that Politico, when you, lost, somebody hacked into it, but when you log into Politico, it uses, it has your CPU running at 100% because somebody was using Politico to mine yeah. and, and, and figure out and getting, you know, getting that Bitcoin. So like you say, yeah, that, that is, man, it's so crazy, but it, it just all goes back to. Do you think it can, but with that, like it being so open and anybody could do it right now, mm -hmm. even though what they're doing is really the whole backbone of why, um, you know, the, 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 the Bitcoin and everything is the whole purpose of it without any type of central authority or without any person like regulating it. Do you think it can really thrive? I think I, the person that made it don't, don't even want to like say, all right, yeah, this is mine. Yeah. He got out. He actually, I mean, he, he got out of, it. I think it's, it's a, it's a great Netflix documentary called banking on Bitcoin. If y'all get a chance to watch that and it talks, I mean, it breaks, if you think we talking elementary, it breaks Bitcoin down and it even talks about uh, Satoshi, but basically how at the time when he created it i don't know when exactly it was and it was like a group of people i don't want to go into detail about it because i don't want to mess it up um because I'm, I'm very kind of vague on the knowledge of it but a guy had said he was like going to meet with some fbi people and he didn't write him back and no one's heard from him <laughs> since then but I, I right now with the ability of it being i would say quote unquote unregulated and it's so new and we've we've seen plenty of people bitcoin get hacked um other room get hacked people you know all these people being able to 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 hack into and steal bitcoins and stuff like that, it's kind of funny business right now. Yeah, for sure. And that's the only thing is I'm like, man, it's because maybe because I'm just so used to like Money. so used to someone like saying, mm -hmm. all right, this is legit mm -hmm. because this person mm -hmm. stands behind it and mm -hmm. all these rules. And but that's the blockchain. That's the to to I, and I know it's new for us and we both learning with each other. But that's the blockchain. You know, yeah. to the once you know that block is in with that transaction, you know it's legit. It's just like if the bank, man, I hate swipe my car and go on like a bank account and then it's like processing and you'd be like man i got this much money in my account right. and then you go back and then it didn't process i'm like yo bro, i just can't just take the money out right now so i know exactly but what how, it how is. long on that set how long does it take so if i wanted to send like if i want let's say i wanted to pay rent with, mm -hmm. with bitcoins mm -hmm. and i send two thousand bitcoins for my rent how long does it take for that block to be built for when the transaction to go through well that would be yeah 
that, uh, that what, I, I feel I don't really let me let me say this before I say that I don't really know the direct answer to that. But from what I understand about cryptocurrencies and, and things of that nature, it would be immediate. And the reason it would be immediate because so I think let's say Bitcoin is is everybody's using Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. When you send that, it's so many miners and so much technology going towards it that it's automatic instant that another block can be created. You get what I'm saying? So right now I'm sure it's thousands of transactions going on. So which would mean thousands of blocks would be getting created immediately. But right. that's just that that goes back to the technology of it, you know. Because so if, if, if I get, get it correct, so miners are just constantly mining. Yeah. But if there if there are no, say there are no transactions, mm -hmm. are they continuing to mine and just in the hopes of getting the lottery? And then when there is a transaction, all that work they did, okay, it just goes out. You're you're hoping to get I mean, like you said, Bitcoin's at uh what what is it at right now? Right, let's, let me see. I'm gonna pull it up exactly. Yeah, so you know exactly. But if if all I had to do, if you're telling me all I have to do is yeah, 70, mine seventy seven sixty four today. Yeah, so seventy seven sixty four today. You telling me all I gotta do is be able to create a block and I get seven even if it was just one I don't know the exact reward or how much they get, but even if it was just one, that is I'm net positive seventy six hundred quote unquote dollars. Yeah, with that, so I'm doing everything I can. But see, it, right now the problem I would say is it's so it's not enough people my, behind that. You know what I'm saying? People mm -hmm. are like secretly trying to have. I heard about some mining town that was you know people just sitting there just mining. It's, it's just not enough, man. So just to before we go into any more into it to summarize it, uh, cryptocurrency and stuff. You know, collect transactions from the network, validate them. Doesn't allow conflicting ones. Um, you know, they go into large bundles called blocks. And those blocks compute cryptographic hashes over and over until it finds one good enough to, you know, quote unquote count. And then it submits the block to the network and then add into the blockchain and earn a reward in return. So that is that's, that's just as simple as can make it. But a, a big thing I want to focus on here, because a lot of people say, man, Bitcoin, not going to Bitcoin, have no backing. Bitcoin, have no backing. Well, your, your money, truthfully told, right now, <laughs> don't have no backing if you want to get technical with it. But I'm not even going to go in. I'm going to let you do that. Just just think about what your cash is backed by, by you know, now. But how do you feel about, you know, governments are are going crazy with blockchain like exactly. what is, what is that out of you because it, it 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 brings up a light bulb in my head because a lot of people are denouncing especially high powers government jamie demon and stuff like that they're denouncing bitcoin and cryptocurrencies but they're heavily investing in the main thing that keeps bitcoin going which is blockchain so yeah. what do you think about so it? I, I think the technology itself um is great you know blockchain technology i think uh it's just a natural evolution of um how we do things but I don't know. I don't think that the two core, like I think that they'll be separated so much that blockchain will be, a like not even talked about in the same breath as as Bitcoin. So I think that like governments will use blockchain. I, like I saw one article that they were using it for um, in British Columbia. They were using it to track um, legal marijuana in the United Nations. They were using it to track um, you know child trafficking, which I think is genius. The, just the concept of it is amazing. Facts. I think that that part is amazing, but. I don't know if they. I don't know if the, the general public will grant, uh, grasp that concept as being blockchain and Bitcoin or cryptocurrency being one and the same. I think that we, we're gonna take out the blockchain part. It's like, all right, this person built this. Now we are gonna use it for you know something else that is completely different than what they intended to use it for. Just to be able to again distract from cryptocurrency being taken off. That's, that's why I think cryptocurrency won't be just generally accepted or. Mm -hmm. No back behind. And see, I'm on the other side of it because, and I'm not saying you're wrong or anything to that, but I'm on the other side because I look at it like. They're telling you no, 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 but they're setting up the infrastructure to yeah. to be like, yo, once it once blockchain gets on. I mean, just like you were saying with the governments. I mean, it's, it's so many. You can literally, if you type in governments using blockchain on Google and go to the news tab, you can search for days. Mm -hmm. And these are recent articles, like three, four, five days ago, of governments just using Bitcoin. I mean, blockchain. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> using blockchain technology in so much stuff. You know, like 
And it's to me, I just be like, okay, well, they're going to denounce it now, tell everybody it's bull, yeah. and then they're going to one day just randomly be like, yo, we, we the blockchain is here. And I'm like, yo, this whole time they've been setting up for yeah, it, to I mean, use I think it. it is just a matter of how we're doing, like, everything. Like, when we grew up, like, we used to pass notes in class to girls when we wanted to talk to them. Now we do it through a text or through social media or something like that. Um, you know, we don't write things on physical paper anymore. We type them. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a typewriter, instead of printing it out, we email it. So everything is digitized. So I think blockchain is just a matter of like how you can have, um, how the UN was talking about, we can have records of these children that, yep. you know, don't have a birth certificate, birth certificate or whatever, yeah. have a blockchain record of them, yeah. and then they'll be able to identify them that way. Yep. It's just a matter of us getting away from quote-unquote tangible things like paper, uh, things mm-hmm. that are written, and going into a more digital type of mm-hmm. world. Like we're seeing that with artificial intelligence yep. and drones and everything is becoming digitized. So I think the the grasp of the blockchain is, is really just um, a sign of the times. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, I, I agree. And it, it, that really leads to, you know, because our generation, I would say the 90s generation, I'm a 90s baby, baby, right on the 90. Um, but um, our generation, we grew up with tech. Like, there will never, like yeah. our parents, my dad, he'll be like, man, I ain't technology advanced. Like, you know, you know right. anybody grew up, but there will never really be anything that comes out technological wise that we don't grasp on to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might be some stuff we get older we might miss, but for the most part, we grew up with technology. So, you know, whatever the shifting are, are the current ghosts. And that, that kind of leads me into, the next topic that we were talking about and sticking on the tech aspect, um, and I'll let you kind of talk about this and see see how you feel, but, you know, Silicon Valley's influence on tech in public schools. You were talking about that and, you know. Yeah. So that, I mean, I think that just kind of talks into, because it was, uh, I saw, when I saw the article, I, you know, I'm a product of Baltimore County Public Schools. Hold on, let's, hold on real quick. So a dude was telling me, why do Baltimore people, like when you say where you from, they don't say Maryland. They say Baltimore. Baltimore is yeah. zone. <laughs> we ain't a part of that, man. We, we bro, it is Baltimore, Maryland. Nah, like, you man. can't nah. do that, bro. You're like, nah. hey, what state you from, Baltimore? Or yeah, we from bro, Baltimore? Baltimore bro, I ain't from Maryland. Can't. I'm from Baltimore, baby. <laughs> that D- is so, like. D.C. is its own thing. <laughs> North Virginia. And then Maryland is Montgomery County, <laughs> Howard County, PG it's County. It's so funny, yo. You know, all Essex, all that yo. stuff. Baltimore is its own breed. We got our own lingo, our own language. Yeah, y'all own state, quote unquote. Y'all, y'all broke off from the uh, from Maryland. Man, I didn't mean to jump off. Yeah, but man, talk about them. Tell us a little more about, you know, tell the people about, you know, yeah. Baltimore. So Baltimore County has embraced um, technology in a big way in uh, public schools just with giving kids early access to laptops. Um, and things like that, which I think is phenomenal because, I mean, kids are growing up now. Like, my niece plays with tablets, and she's one and a half. And she know probably know everything about that tablet. Exactly. Boy. So um, <laughs> getting kids, um, you know, introduced to technology early on is not going to do anything but help them. So, but when I thought it was going to be a positive article about it, mm-hmm. it turned out to be mm-hmm. a negative. Like, even though Baltimore County is embracing it, um, which is great, we have kind of a, a kind of a conflict of interest in these companies like HP, Greed. other companies, Dell, that are trying to get these big um, school contracts where they're buying all that technology. Like some schools have all Dell computers, like where I work, all Dell computers mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Map anything, we had all Mac, you know, yeah, sorry, Map anything. So like these tech companies make bank off of that because it's a contract, you mm-hmm. service them for X number of years, and I think by 2020 they were saying that market, just the school computer and software market, was projected to reach $21 billion in sales. That's crazy. So you can see why, I mean, I mean but we know that's just what's gonna happen, but because of that big that big dollar amount, you got, there was influence of, it was a, a you know, someone that was working for the school district that had a lot of influence on who were getting these contracts. Mm-hmm. You know, the companies would fly them out, pay for all their dinners, pay for their hotels. Yep. Um, they would choose them to come speak at conferences. That's why they make formal now, report there. Their yeah. gifts and stuff because of stuff like that. That's what they were, were, um, were um, comparing.
alternative to is how you know pharmaceutical reps go into doctor's offices and they'll take them out you know go golf and with them buy them a nice dinner just to try to get them to push their drugs yep. to their to their uh, <laughs> clients so you know computer companies are doing the exact same thing as mm-hmm. they're flying them out they're giving mm-hmm. them you know good amount of money um, speaking engagements and paying them for that all in efforts to get these um people that work for the schools to say you should use you know this, this computer. computer yeah and they were even saying like one of the hp models the evolve um, yeah, evolve yeah and that was one of the worst models ever it's been discontinued hp doesn't mm-hmm. even make it no more mm-hmm. but they're in these school systems because the guy said yeah this is the best one like you should go with this yeah we can only speak on why he did that like you know what i'm saying so yep. yeah yeah really, i just want to bring it up to see is that just like something that we should be you know expecting is just a simple sign of the times or is this like an ethical issue whereas we need to really think about what's important here and in schools it should be about educating the kids not trying to you know fatten your pockets up it's man it's always a slippery slope it's it's, it's always when it comes to this because like you said man we be really you know farmer like we were just talking about with farmer but this is this is here this, the same thing exactly is here with the the schools um from that aspect and you like, yo, I want Silicon Valley in. Yep, for sure. Like, I want them in, man. Like, because, cause, like you said, man, if every kid can have a laptop, like, it's exactly. no, you know, that's that's yeah. beautiful, man. Especially in Baltimore, I mean, Baltimore County. Especially, like you said, that's where you, yeah, you, you know the area more. So, that's beautiful to me, man. Like, every kid can have that. But then it just goes back to, you know, the fancy dinners, the flights out, the, the money, the things going into it. So, it's always a slippery slope, man. It just, it's one of those things where I feel like you just got to kind of tackle it as it goes. I mean, I'm a big believer in learning from others' mistakes, so I feel like pharma could should be able. We should learn from pharma, but knowing what I know about people and how they think, we're not even thinking like yeah, that. I think spe- it's just a, I think it's just a problem with our society as America, as a whole, the, the, as a whole, that but worldwide. The, um, Talk about Africa, correct? You know, what is what is uh, what is um what's the word I'm looking for? Start with C. So I took my tongue. Oh no! I talk about um like business and our economy, the type of economy. Like we don't have a socialist economy. It's a. Um, Are you talking about democratic? No, no, no. What's it? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You might not find a word, but like just explain businesses it. can pursue capitalists. That's oh, capitalists. Yeah, cap- yeah, yeah, we have like, We're driven right. by money. Mm-hmm. So and growth and profit. I don't think like these businesses grew like were taught anything but this. So they, it's not even that. What's Wall Street? Like, yeah, you know everything profit. is all about what can I do to get what I want. Okay, everybody has a price, and I think everybody thinks that. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do. I might not do this for that. But okay, I'll do this for I'll do this for you that. know yeah. ten million. Yep. Or whatever. And yep. if somebody says, All right, here you go. Yep. Then it's like, all right. This yep. type of this type of society that we're in, everything is so much driven by by money and, and wealth. And I think that that's what leads to things like this. And I challenge businesses and companies to really think more on, you know, the societal impact that has. Like think about the kids. Go into these school meetings and be the be the company that says I don't need to, you know, take you out or fly you out. I'm gonna give you the best product because I, I care about your children. I want them to have the best things, and then make a decision based on that. I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. I don't mean to be the party crasher, but, <laughs> but they gonna have you to already know, man. Yeah, people ain't thinking like that, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, nah, for sure, man. I ain't. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I just know this is going to be something as technology gets introduced more into schools. It's going to be something that is going. It's going to be because when you yeah, think about it, things the way out of sales. Who is it? It's, it's HP, Dale. Apple, Apple and Microsoft. Microsoft yeah. It's four big players. And Google, player. Google. And, and, and Google uh, well, what, does Google, Google make certain yeah. people? Be, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So you got five people vying for different, you know, different. You know how many schools it is. Exactly. Country, right? and, it's, uh, I, and, and with it being so limited amount of people who make the computers, I feel like they should work together. But that's me being optimistic. I, the realist in me is like, nah, they should. Yeah. Like, yo, you can get this half. You can get that half. You know, but I know that's not going to happen. But, man, it's, it's the, the still the, a good thing. Though, that's what I said. Yeah, the yeah, positive yeah. impact that every child can be able to take home a computer or there be because a, a lot of schools now man and especially in that article that you were talking about i was seeing in there man they're encouraging like they have different learning styles now they're letting kids if you feel like you want to go in the hallway and sit on your computer and do your work yeah. you can go sit and these kids kids like he's not in middle school these elementary kids who are doing this and especially with project-based learning where i remember mm-hmm. we talked about a while back um with the tech school and how 
there's really no career. You just have projects that you do. You know, just learning. Learning as a whole is shifting. Yeah. I don't agree with the common core and all that. Well, I can't speak more experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, exactly, it's it's more experimental learning, man, and 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 things of that nature. So I definitely I know that's coming. I know what you just talked about before about the ethical part is coming. But I feel like what you said. It's very good for the schools, yeah. man. And I think schools, I, I think, I mean, this is just me personally, just looking at how I think that that whole um, industry and sector will change. Because I saw a commercial for a completely online K-12 through school wow. at work. Wow. And I was like, what? Wow. A completely online K-12 through school. But I didn't think it was good because during that time, I mean, you want to be in a public, I mean, public school, private school, whatever, but you want to be able to socialize other kids. Yeah, the social setting is big. Like social, exactly. I think that because the advances in technology and how kids are learning in YouTube and Google and things like that, you can learn so much on the internet. I think that these schools have to essentially start to think about integrating technology more because kids don't really need to come to school. Like, yeah. I think it's going to come to a point where kids but can now, have that now to that, to that, what you said, though, because I'm big on learning how to be, because, see, what happens with that right there, and I'm not, you know I'm not faulting you, but what happens with that right there is kids just at home all day. Because you already know, yeah. kids don't even go outside right now. Yeah. Like, they don't even, they barely go outside. And I'm, I'm speaking from what I'm seeing, so I could be wrong in the area that I'm in, but kids don't even go outside how we used to be. We used to have to, in the neighborhood, we used to get right. emails like, yo, y'all kids in the play playing too much. <laughs> but, I feel like that social aspect has to be there because it teaches kids how to communicate. Into, because the way I look at it as you you at home all day, you're not doing, you know, even if you have your select group of friends, but you're not experiencing different people. You'll be around people who are like you or some, you know, in that nature. And, and that leads to other problems. But I do like the social aspect. But I am for the technological aspect that you were saying, man. I'm, I'm even for year-round school. I'm, yeah. I'm really for that, really. Technology to keep it up. great. Just you got to use it for the right things. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. You, you definitely have to use it for the right thing, man. But That's the rhythm and bow for the episode right there. Yeah. You got to use it for the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make sure the person that's building is using it properly. Exactly, man. We going to wrap this thing up, man. Randoms. No, that was a successful episode, man. Man, great, it's man. always, always, it's it's every episode is successful, man. You, yeah. you, it's definitely, but, I, you know, we just like to talk about things, like we said, often random, but very serious and thought-provoking because majority of the time people get their news quote unquote from headliners like every everything we talked about today is nothing except for outside of tesla is not headline you know it's not headlining stuff you know this is stuff that you you just go around and and, and read about man and it's just it's, it's, it's very interesting man I, I wanted to talk about what's going on in the middle east but we're gonna say that for the next yeah. episode because it's some real funny stuff you want to yeah. start now but it's some real no, funny stuff going on in the, next week. In, the, in the middle east man but uh shout out my boy ja man the teeth thanks, thank, right. thanks for that thanks for for, for, for back at this episode man and uh <laughs> Yeah, we out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dukes.